Welcome to Recipe Club, where we debate the best way to cook the things you want to eat. My name is Chris Ying. I'm here with Dave Chang. Mushy mush. Mushy mush. And our special guest this week, Brian Ford. Hey, Brian. Hey, hombre. ¿Qué tal, boss? Uh, before we get into the episode, a reminder, the Recipe Club section of Discord just got a whole makeover and is now live. You can play along all season long, spin the wheel of death in the Discord, get a constraint, submit your recipes and submit your, your results and win some fabulous prizes. Major Domo Gold, the whole thing. Uh, Discord is also the only place where you can vote for winners this season, so join at MajorDomoMedia.com. It's also the place to give your weak-ass opinions. It's also also a a great place if you have weak-ass opinions that you want to express. They're all given equal weight. Dave will read them. Uh, This week, as I said, we've got Brian Ford, and we are cooking with Wonder Bread... This episode is brought to you by Jiffy Lube. Cars can be a big investment, so it's important to take care of them. I once got a car that I started out with 25,000 miles on. I got it to over 200,000 miles because I took care of it. You know how you take care of a car? You take care of the maintenance, the oil, the brakes, all that stuff. And if you don't, you can have a car just completely fall apart. When your car needs maintenance, head to Jiffy Lube. They provide automotive excellence at speed. Get your oil changed, brakes checked, tons of other multi-care services. It's all done by expertly trained technicians who actually care about taking care of you and your car. Jiffy Lube, car more. To find coupons and start an instant online estimate, visit JiffyLube.com. This episode is brought to you by Atlassian. Atlassian software like Jira, Confluence, and Trello help power global collaboration for all teams so they can accomplish everything that's impossible alone. Because individually, we're great, but together, we're so much better. Learn how to unleash the potential of your team at Atlassian.com, A-T-L-A-S-S-I-A-N.com, Atlassian. Tap the banner or visit this episode's page to learn more. Brian, what's going on, Wonder Bread Man? How you been doing? Wonder Bread Man. I'm all right. You know, I'm just, I'm here. You know what I mean? I don't have any water or tea. I'm looking around my my setup here. I need my hibiscus tea. But other than that, I'm doing phenomenally. How about you? <laughs> How about y'all? Is hibiscus tea your drink of choice? Is that, do we just get a little insight into Brian Ford? Well, yeah. I think I've talked about it several times. It's very healthy. Ying, do you want to tell Brian your drink of choice? Pink drink? No, <laughs> the drink that you drink all the time. I like, go get them. No, please, no, stop. The fuzzy tea. What is it? It's not a fuzzy tea. It's a fuzzy, fizzy, hoppy tea. Okay. Yeah. A fizzy, hoppy tea. This dude drinking cold, fizzy, hoppy tea with a pinky out. Just, just, just walking like, all over the like, row you know, with the pinky out. <laughs> Two pinkies out with Come a monogram mon- monocle too. Well, that's a different. What, what, vibe. what are you? you what a- are you sipping on there, DC? What are you sipping on? Cocaine. Just, just liquid brown cocaine, <laughs> aka iced coffee. Yeah, I love a fizzy hoppy tea. Cold I love brew. a vaguely sweet, vaguely juicy thing. Uh, Brian, where are you speaking to us from right now? I'm speaking to you from Queens, New York, baby. Mm-hmm. In my living room, my little corner here. How's that? How's the bread <laughs> bacon business? 
It's good. It's good. I can't complain. I mean, I can complain. There's been lots to complain about. There's been, <laughs> there's been a lot of shit going going the wrong direction, but we're, you know, we're we're managing here. You know, you know permits, you know, you know those things. Girl, stop apologizing. <laughs> <laughs> Stop apologizing, Brian. David created a character in the five minutes we've been in the studio. I, there's a book using to prop up a video, and I see the first title is Girl, Stop Apologizing by Rachel Hollis. And he has just assigned it, this voice yeah. and character. So we're going to get Girl, a Girl, stop apologizing. Brian, it. stop apologizing. Stop it's, apologizing. Just keep your head down, focus, and it's going to be all right. We're going to get a lot of this. There, there we go. Words of Wisdom by Rachel Hollis. That- uh, <laughs> I haven't even read the book, but she's talking to you. But the message, the message right. transcends words. Uh, Brian, you chose Wonder Bread. I forget somewhere somewhere in the draft. One would assume this uh, is sort of the opposite of your particular Ballywick. Are you a, are you a Wonder Bread what? man? Good My word. Know, you right? win Scrabble today. What is Bally? What's 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 Ballywick? That's some shit white people say. <laughs> Don't worry about. It. <laughs> Boy, you talking about my belly whip. <laughs> I'll see you at the 19th hole, Brian. You talking about my belly whip. This is not a belly whip measuring about? competition. I would your belly whip. Country you're, club fees, man. Your your uh your your wheelhouse, your your oh. area of interest. But you you oh, my chose Wonder Bread. Got... Yeah. yeah. Are you you into yeah, Wonder I, Bread I, or is this an ironic yeah. choice for you? No, no, it's not irony at all. I mean, one could perceive it as such, considering I spend $140 for a 50-pound bag of flour when I bake my bread and sell it to people because it's good, right? Like, people would be like, oh, he ain't going to eat. He ain't going to eat like that kind of bread. But the thing is that I do every now and then enjoy. Uh, my, my particular choice is bunny bread. I don't know if that's a southern thing. I don't know if y'all know about bunny bread, but bunny bread was what I was raised on. We didn't really eat Wonder Bread, but it's basically the same thing. It's basically the same thing. It's a nice packaged mm. loaf of. I'm glad you say that. Of, of sweet white goodness. Mm. Let's get this out of the way right now, Dave. You had some concern coming into today. No, I had no problem. But you know, being the narco that he is, <clears throat> was like, mm, that could be problematic because I didn't use Wonder Bread. I used a generic Wonder Bread from Trader Joe's. So I want to say, I think I want to establish right up front. You know, you know, said to me. Chris, you can use this against Dave to win the episode. <laughs> I, I'm not going to go there. I think that Wonder Bread, I'm assuming, Brian, to you, Wonder Bread is a genre. Yes. Right? Mm. It is not a specific brand of bread, although there is Wonder the, Bread. No, 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 no. Hold on a second. Hold on. This is a competition. Oh, All right. So did you use – I use Wonder Bread. I sought it out. All right. I went and got specifically – Wonder bread. So oh, this is coming from the man I, I that couldn't smoke impossible <laughs> foods. This is that president. I'm sorry, season, you cannot. No, 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 no. This is this. No, no. There's no. No, no, no. What did you use? What did you change? No, hold change? on, hold on. We, <laughs> what did you change? No, no. Impossible. I actually, to? by definition, I by definition used plant-based meat in that episode because by definition, I by definition used white bread. Yes. Nobody, nobody said that. Wonder. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. We can save this debate for when it comes to scoring. But I'm just gonna say, going into this, I also used Wonder Bread. I I don't think that. I think Wonder Bread, generally speaking, I do think is the genre. Mm-hmm. I think it is soft, sort of squishy, yeah, crappy enriched bread. white mm-hmm. bread. 
You know, I think I mean, literally he just said it himself. Bunnies, bunny bread yes, was your favorite. It is yes, yeah, yeah. It is the same, but I'm just saying in terms in the spirit of competition, things might get technical. Let's get. We'll get. Are oh, you going to give me zero points right now? <laughs> No, you can't. <laughs> I don't even know what you did. I don't even know what you did. Yet. Oh, Brian. I, I can't, I can't grade a, you yet. It's been an intense. Well, listen, regardless of whatever happens, the whole Discord Recipe Club channel is going to be like, oh, we're going to use white bread. You're going to use Wonder Bread. <laughs> I got to complain. <laughs> Chang, stop apologizing. <laughs> Recipe stop, Club. Stop apologizing. Chan, stop yeah, apologizing. Stop apologizing. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, if you Google Wonder Bread recipes, you get 65.5 million results. What about bread? white bread? <laughs> For white bread. I think most of them are brand agnostic. But Well, can I, can I, can I say then, Wonder Bread, you didn't, it could have been um, whole grain. They have whole grain Wonder Bread. They do have whole grain Wonder Bread. We could use any of the Wonder Bread products if we were, if we're being. Then maybe then we are, you guys are all wrong. If we're picking, picking nits here. Right? Mm-hmm. You guys are all wrong. And yeah. get zero what points. What are you making me wrong for? I'm trying to help you out here. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just saying as a point, the fact that there are different kinds of Wonder Bread, all of you assume that it's just white bread. So I think it proves my point. Let's get. Well, let's debate this later. Let's let the audience. No, let's, now. Let's, let's dip our toes in the water first. Wonder Bread, uh, I have here in my notes, was invented in 1921 by the Taggart Baking Company in Indianapolis, Indiana. Uh, the wonder, do you guys know this? The little, the, the, the classic multicolored circles on Wonder Bread represent balloons. The wonder of Wonder Bread is named after the wonder that the inventor, Elmer Klein, or VP for Merchandising Development, experienced when he first saw a balloon race. <laughs> so this is what the, the wonder and Wonder Bread uh, stands for. Taggart Baking Company, also known as one of the first crystal meth factories in America. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's the only way he could have come up with that crazy shit. Uh, <laughs> I see balloons who, who, and I feel who, wonder. Come on, man. I name my bread after this. <laughs> that guy was high. Uh, oh, for sure. Who makes wonder this, bread these days? What company owns it? Do you know? It's pronounced Vanda. It's Vanda bread. <laughs> it's owned by a German conglomerate, like all other breads. No, uh, I don't know who owns it. I might. I think it's Grupo Grupo Bimbo. Is it Bimbo? Yeah. Let's no, 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 bad. Bimbo is a different class. It's, Wonder bread. It's, fl- it's Wonder bread is owned by because I guess what I'm getting at is because if they own Flowers other foods. shitty white bread it's owned companies, by DC Comics. <laughs> um, Flo- <laughs> all right, Flower Foods. So but, original. Sorry, so so, but Wonder Bread itself is sort of this is among many other things became extremely popular around and after World War II. All of these sort of uh, kind of what do you want to call them between like Jello and and Wonder Bread, these sort of commodity foods that represented some sort of scientific innovation. Like the forties and fifties, to me, people were captivated by foods that seemed like they came from the future in some way, and this uniformly bleached white enriched bread, Wonder Bread, became extremely popular at this time. Uh, you know, tells me, did you guys know this? I assume that America was still a white bread country. But since I think 2010, wheat, quote unquote, wheat bread has outsold white bread in this country. It's the same bread. It's the same bread, just yeah. brown and white. Dyed with yellow number 14 and red <laughs> number 62. Uh, 
Brian, in your in your <laughs> global bread experience, Yellow twelve is the is the is the idea of white. You know, you, if you go to a, a diner in America and you say, oh, "I'll have some toast," and they give you white wheat or sourdough, does that sort of mm-hmm. trio of white or wheat or sourdough only an American thing? Well, this is how you know you didn't spend any time on the East Coast. They always offer rye. You always take rye. Oh, you know, I don't get rye out here. Yeah. <laughs> sourdough. Yeah, they, 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 <laughs> sourdough. But white or wheat, that's an American thing. inside it, though. No. Yes. Yeah, I think the, the classification of bread in these overly simplified forms seems to be distinctly American. I've never, I've never encountered it in any other country where it's like, where, you know, because... Because saying wheat bread, like saying white bread is also wheat bread. I mean, that, so it doesn't even make sense in reality. But uh, white wheat and then sourdough of some form, it's always some sort of. I think it's really just their stale white bread. And then they just call it sourdough to sell it to you. That's that's always been my thought. <laughs> it's never like a true, like naturally leavened bread. Like diners aren't like fucking like sourcing sourdough bread guys. Like, they're, you know what I mean? It's some sort of, I don't even know what it is, but. Just yeah, some that's, white that's diner bread. culture, though, and I, I just I just went to a new diner down the block, man. I love diners. I love I love omelets that are too big to eat with, like you know what I mean, a bunch of cheddar on them and shit like that. Diner what's your what's your, what's your go to diner order, Brian? I like keep it keeping it a la carte: three eggs, scrambled or sunny side up, some American cheese, two <clears> slices <throat> of white bread, toasted with butter, and some sausage. Simple, strong, you know, strong. Yeah, like I, I like maybe my some order. hash browns if they do them right. Well done, hash browns. Well done, right? Well done, hash browns. Like you, I don't want, I don't want soggy potatoes like that. You know what I don't like, want? Like, I, don't I don't want, want that. I don't, I don't want your fucking home fries. No home fries. Home fries can I don't be want good. Home fries. They can be good if they're really crunchy and crispy. Only if they're super crunchy, and crispy. crispy. Otherwise, they're but they're usually flaccid. Oh man, they're so I don't flaccid. like that word. Um, my <laughs> my dino order is the Seattle omelet. No. Stuffed with cream cheese and hot dog slices. To have a war on the Seattle. Seriously? Side. Yeah. It spilled over into no. He does, it's not his order. He is he's waging war when on the I Seattle. When I eat it, dog. I think about Philadelphia. And he has it's spilled over into into <laughs> Recipe this? Club. There are casualties all across the podcast universe here. Uh, let's talk. Let's talk about Wonder Bread specifically. When was the last time either of you bought? This, aside from, I guess, making Dave Arnold's Thanksgiving stuffing, how often do you buy this kind of commodity, squishy, bleached white bread? It makes the best uh, ham and cheese, like like immediate sandwich type of thing, Mm. in my opinion. Mm -hmm. Mostly nostalgia-based. Also, peanut butter jelly sandwiches cannot be made on anything other than this. Mm -hmm. And it's also, you know, it's not the same bread that's used in Japan because that's done on milk bread. But effectively, it's the same thing. Bleached white flour. Anything that's white flour has all the nutrients stripped out of it, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Um, Even though it's not good for you, it's a great vehicle because it just tastes enough like nothing. It's a lot like light crappy beer. You know what I mean? (laughs) Like... Tastes like nothing. It's the much more enjoyable. The much more enjoyable though. Yeah. So yeah, I, I, beer is rough. I never really order it unless um, or get it unless I like in the mood for those like sandwiches. Um, but now I get yep. it all the time because of Hugo. Mm-hmm. For the sandwich. For the sandwich, grilled cheese, etc. You got yeah, to enlighten him. Yeah. How I agree. often, Brian? Everything really you said was do factual. Have, how often do you actually have white, um, white bread like this? Every now and then, I mean, I, I made some burgers the other night, so I got the I got the um, the bunny bread with the sesame little you know squishy burger buns, keeping it simple. Um, but tip, yeah, I mean, every now and then, when I go to Bridget Parent House, 
they make bologna sandwiches all the time, and they stay using this kind of bread uh, with mayonnaise. Mayonnaise, just mayonnaise on this bread. Mayonnaise sandwiches. I had those when I was a kid. Syrup yeah. sandwiches. You used to put syrup, syrup on bunny bread. So what you just Syrup say? sandwiches are, yeah, man, syrup sandwiches. Just, just maple syrup on Jemima style. Put it on the white bread. Close it up. It is delightful. You'll never go back. What, I what, how different is that? Actually, when you think about it, French toast is more weird than that. Think yeah, because you dip it in eggs. Yeah. <laughs> Soak a piece like, of why, bread with Why are egg? we dipping the bread yeah. in eggs? Fry it. Fry it. This is way weirder and but soggy. <laughs> what he just said is just like a better version of that. I know. Yeah. It seems like it's legendary. Buddy, so don't laugh. Don't laugh. Sandwich. I wasn't laughing. I was just, I was, I was wide-eyed with, yeah, with really amazement. Rude. I was being, int- it was an epiphany for me. I'm going to go home and eat a syrup sandwich right now. Do I'm telling you right now, do it. Have you ever had this, Chang? You go to a Chinese restaurant and there's a dish I haven't had in probably 15 or 20 years, but they will steam Jinwa ham with like honey and then just either serve it on the sort of the, the, Guapao, the the you know rice, sorry, the, steam or, bread, steam bread, or I've had it just on Wonder Bread, and it's so incredibly mm. delicious. So it's like I'm I'm down with a syrup sandwich with a little steamed ham in there, just to make it substantial. Oh, shit. Wouldn't it be Chris Ying if it didn't make it gross? <laughs> get get some <laughs> steam. Took something ham? great and made it gross. That's that's not even yeah. true. This is a really all delicious right, all right. thing. You're losing the steering wheel here. All right, right? okay. So anyway, none of these none of these wonderful uses for Wonder Bread are what we used today, what we cooked with. Uh, we received a number of submissions, including pizza grilled cheese from Donna McPherson, Sandwichitos de Mezcla by Aida Rita Sued, pizza, just pizza from Emily Keller Logan, fairy bread, snag sanga, which I think is just a sausage on, a, on, on white bread, honey's asparagus rolls. Capriotada by Brian Gurley, but you didn't choose any of these, Brian. How does Mitch Mitch Hawkins feel since he put in two recipes and he didn't win the? It feels bad. Oh, feels Damn. bad. <laughs> I mean, what do you have Who, against Mitch? Mitch Hawkins? Mitch Hawkins submitted recipes I don't have both nothing for against fairy bread and snag sanga. Oh, Mitch Hawkins Michi, submitted fairy Michi, bread. Michi, Michi. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You didn't choose either one. I, I've always been. I've been curious about fairy bread, but when every time I look at a picture of it, I'm like, nope. What is a what is fairy bread? I don't don't know. It's like it's it's. And what's snag sanga? A snag sanga, I think, is an Australian thing. It's just a it's just a sausage, a hot dog on a on a white bread with ketchup, basically. Ooh, that's good. Actually, (laughs) I wish I knew that's not what it was because I love I love taking the uh, hot dog, putting it like that. I think you get them outside of like the equivalent, the Australian equivalent of Home Depot's. What's the capriotada? The capriotada is something else. Uh, You asked about fairy bread. Fairy bread is just sprinkles and butter on bread. Would have been delightful compared to this recipe. (laughs) Oh boy! Oh boy! (laughs) Uh, The capriotada. I don't know. Was a let's see here. Isn't that the Mexican kind of like uh, bread pudding style thing? Sure, sure. Keep on telling yourself that. <laughs> it seems like a sweet thing. Yes, yeah, yeah. It's that capriotada is a bread pudding. It seems like I'm just I'm, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I think it's I think it's traditionally made with a, more of a birote, like uh, more of a um, rustic style bread. So I don't I don't know if Wonder Bread will be the way for it. 
I yeah, think so bread pudding. Brian, Ying. with all of these amazing options, why did you choose, in my opinion, the weakest of them all? Is this a serious question? I mean, are we ready? Yeah, it's because a serious question. Let's hear it. Okay. You, you, you think that this is weaker than fairy bread? Sprinkles yeah, on yeah, bread. Yeah, I do. I do. The, so, How? just so everyone's, just so everybody's it's the opposite audience. of the Lord of the Rings. It's like the one <laughs> ring to lose everything. <laughs> it was the weakest recipe. I'm this sorry. is like the the, the the toe ring, the Lord of the Toe Rings. Yeah. <laughs> this is. Uh, this is. I'm sorry. We have we have we have to give this recipe a fair shot. This was Mylan Weaver's trashier version of eggplant parm. Mylan comes from Mylan's mom's family were Amish, and she thinks that maybe this came from the Great Depression era. But Brian, you were drawn in by this trashy eggplant parm. Defend yeah. yourself. I, I don't know why I'm having to defend myself. The, uh, you know, just coming coming out the gate swinging for me already, swinging for my choice. <laughs> you know, like, but hey, if that's the game we're playing, then I'll gladly play along. I look. I, I'm thinking, okay. First of all, I will have to admit, and I guess this is this fucked up, but I actually don't even like eggplants. I rarely cook with them. I never, I never buy them. I'm, I'm not an eggplant fan. Um, that's that is a fact. But I thought about when I read this recipe. I love American cheese. Love it. All right. Love American cheese. I love ketchup. I love this kind of bread. All right. Again, hedging the bets. I was thinking if I get under twenty minutes, I'll I'll do this shit in ten minutes and be done. You know what I mean? Lo and behold, that is exactly what happened. So I'm I'm very <laughs> I'm very happy with my choice. I mean, I fried up the eggplant nice, put some seasoning in it. It tasted great. Put a little bit of a uh, little bit of pesto I had in the fridge. I had some fresh pesto, a little hint of that. I stacked it up real high too. Made it real thick, real melty. Toasted the the bread with some butter on the stove, insides only. I mean, One I, don't know, I don't know what there was to not like about minutes. this. It oh. was salty, cheesy sandwich. All right. So, <laughs> sounds like whatever you made, which we'll get into more <laughs> detail you made in a second, <laughs> is different than what the goddamn recipe said. <laughs> but that's what? fine. That's fine. Let's let's get into the particulars. We're of the talking recipe. about wh- okay. So this recipe, all right, okay, as written, as written for a trashier version of eggplant parm has eggplant cut into quarter inch slices, eggs, white American cheese, ketchup, Wonder Bread. And then for some reason, white American cheese and ketchup again. Uh, I didn't understand the recipe. <laughs> I really didn't understand the recipe. It was, it was very confusing. I, I, knew, confusing. I knew all the what? words. I'd just never seen them in this order before. <laughs> Listen, I'm going to just give you the whole entire recipe. Let me read it. I asked my Please mom for the it. recipe. She sent me a text because it's too simple to need to have an actual recipe card for. Egg, egg, all the ingredients that... Chris just said, but again, it goes ketchup, Wonder Bread, Wonder American Cheese, ketchup, peel and slice eggplant in one quarter inch slices, pat dry, blah, blah, blah. And then it says fry hot until it looks done and then serve several slices of Wonder Bread with the slice of American on cheese and ketchup on Wonder Bread. Yeah. What's, so what are you but are, do you, do, Is it an open face sandwich? I think, I think the idea no. here is you, you – Slice the eggplant. You do a typical breading procedure where you dip them in egg mixture and then breadcrumbs, which are not called for in the ingredients, <laughs> and then you fry them, <laughs> and then you, what you just stack them on a piece of white bread. Uh, several slices oh, okay, on so. Wonder Bread with a slice of American cheese and ketchup. So, like, I didn't know if it was. Ooh. I just I, I didn't know what to do 
from there. It was a, a true enigma. <laughs> I, so I with all permutations, I made a sandwich. It's an eggplant. It's an eggplant parm sandwich, sort of. But but yeah. it doesn't say it's a sandwich. It's a parm. Nobody. You never mm. look at an eggplant parm thinking it's a sandwich. Ironically, we couldn't get a hold of. I do. I live in New York. <laughs> so okay, let's do this in a structured way. When we hero. Did our- <laughs> Eggplant parm hero. It's always sandwich or hero parm chicken parm. It doesn't come out as a sandwich. It's <laughs> true. You need comes in and of itself. Yeah, you need the sandwich part. Interesting. So I, I thought that that this was a real, you know, it was a, it was a confusing task for for two of us. Maybe not for Brian. But <laughs> when we did our when we did I our, just assume sandwich. <laughs> when we did our wheel spin, uh, Dave, you landed on vegan. <laughs> So obviously the cheese would pose an issue and the egg would pose an issue for you. Uh, I drew one pot. The bread, the whole breading procedure without access to a mixing bowl or whatever was going to prove tricky for me. And Brian, as you dreamt, you got under 20 minutes. Uh, busy man that you are. It's Brian's, it's Brian's episode. Let's give him honors here. Brian, you started talking about how this, this went for you. Talk us through the whole process and give us some sense that you did it under 20 minutes. I want to, I want to be convinced. Honors. Uh, I'll, first of all, I did it all in one take on the video, so I have the evidence. Oh. Uh, well, if uh, it took you more than one, one take, we have got problems here, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, so, you know, I was a few minutes late to this, to this recording. Apologies. But that, I put myself under that kind of pressure just to make sure I did. I started, I started the recipe 20 30 minutes 20 minutes before before 3:30 i started around 3:09 just to just to make sure i was completely under the gun started around 3 you look wiped out and <laughs> i <laughs> i'm like out of breath man come on i got to lose weight um so i didn't have anything prepped obviously there's not much to do though i mean look it's under 20 minutes the recipe simple i had the ingredients obviously from the store there was in the fridge the oil wasn't hot, nothing, all right? So I try to be a little bit true to the game. I mean, that's an interesting one, right? Because if the oil was hot, that, sh- that, that, wouldn't, that wouldn't be fair. Under 20 minutes, you got to heat up the oil too. So, I mean, I just I did exactly what it said. I just made it a sandwich. I mean, I thought it was, I thought it was tasty. I, I peeled the eggplant. I sliced it up. Uh, I used some regular plain breadcrumbs, put some oregano in it and some seasoned salt because I couldn't I couldn't sit by and just fry something without flavor, seasoning, something, you know. So I put that in there, whipped up the eggs, put some seasoned salt in that as well, some pepper, some regular salt too. Um yeah, I heated up some canola oil. Boom, bing bang. That shit came out nice and crispy, perfect. I put four slices of I did two slices of eggplant, all right? One, two. Long slices. Put two slices of American cheese on each of those. Stacked them on top of each other, cut it down the middle, and then stacked the four as well. Put that back on the stove with the lid so that the cheese would actually melt. Then I took that off, toasted up the bread, put ketchup all over the bread, put the uh, eggplant, big old stack. You had to make a big old cheesy stack, the big, big, the big cheese. I had cheese between each layer of eggplant, cheese between each crispy layer, melting all up on itself. Uh, then I, I saw when I opened the fridge to get the ketchup, I had some pesto I made. I just put a little bit because I thought it would be good. And sure enough, it was phenomenal. I did it in 10 minutes. Flat. <laughs> I mean, a lot of interpretations. <laughs> you, made, you made an eggplant milfweed <laughs> with your, your <laughs> Very impressive. I'm impressed. I'm impressed. Under 10 minutes. I got you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you want to go? 
Sure. I did. I landed on vegan. Mm-hmm. And um, I initially, when I looked at the recipe, and the reason why I, I've been talking shit about it is simply this. Not that I'm not trying to talk shit about anyone's food nostalgia or the fact that it could be delicious. I loathe, absolutely loathe any recipe that involves ketchup <laughs> that isn't meatloaf. French fries, hamburgers, or meatloaf, the holy trinity. Anything outside of that is straight the fuck out. And I can't. I can't. I can't cook. I can't make eggs with ketchup. I can't put ketchup on fucking anything. It just is. It, it is a real thing that I have, a mm-hmm. phobia. I can't. I fucking hate it. I could not do it. There's no Shit. way. I'd rather vomit than make it. And that's how wow. I felt, so I refused to use ketchup, number one. So then if I said to myself, okay, so I had two options. I didn't know exactly how it was going to go, especially being vegan. So I thought maybe I could make this more of a interpretation of a <clears throat> katsu sando, right? So mm. nasu is Japanese for eggplant. I could do natsu, nasu katsu. Nasu katsu. So I thought to myself, maybe that could be it. I could screw around with the, the tomato element that I'll explain in a second. But if I don't, I'll just make it more of a traditional thing. I also interpret it as a sandwich. So I bought cashew cheese because it was white, shredded white cheese. Shockingly, it melts quite mm. well. There were other mm. cheese that I wanted to buy, but I wanted to honor the specific request. The only specific request in this recipe was for white cheese, mm-hmm. right? Um, <clears throat> so I had that. I um, So with eggplant, I cut them in a quarter inch slices, but I scored them and I salted them. That's just a technique you might do for other eggplant recipes. But there's a certain sense of bitterness that I wanted to expunge from the eggplant slices. And I only just, I pre-salted them maybe for like 30 minutes beforehand, patted them dry. And the no egg is a real bummer. I didn't know exactly what I was going to do. Maybe I would soak it in soy milk or something like that. Um, but I decided to put a garlic paste on it, garlic and eggplant, tomatoes. So those are friends. So I, I smeared on uh, each slice uh just a thin layer of garlic paste. Just uh, minced garlic. No, it's a you can buy it at the store. Oh, okay, okay, okay. It's like new, like I can't remember. It's not Noom, it's something like that. Mm-hmm. And breaded them in panko. Because again, I initially thought maybe I could do this, but I didn't know because I've never done this before. So I thought, all right, I'll bread that, set that aside. So clearly I have to make I thought I'd make my own side of like a compote instead. I could make like a ketchup that's fresh with fresh ingredients. So I, I had some two, I had two tomatoes, old um, green market heirloom tomatoes. And I was like, you know what? Let me just put them in an any day, lid off, chop them up. And I'm going to microwave them. I microwave them for 20 minutes because I, I was like, if it evaporates, maybe it'll come down. I've done this clearly, you know, in a variety of other ways throughout my career. But I didn't know what it was going to taste like because I've never done them with like heirloom tomatoes, which were super, super sweet. I've always done them with like hothouse or or Roma tomatoes. And I thought that I would add Worcestershire sauce. And I was like, no, 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 that has anchovies. So I can't do that. So I was like, okay, that in the process, like I can't really make like a bulldog sauce. I thought I could make a bulldog sauce with the tomato compote. But then I tasted it before I did anything. I was like, holy shit. 
super sweet, perfectly acidic, and it was just tomato. Hmm. Um, and I just mashed that up, and it was perfect for two sandwiches. So I didn't do anything. So right then I veered away from, again, making a katsu don uh, type of thing mm-hmm. into something that would be maybe a little bit more traditional, I guess, in terms of flavors. Um, and then I sear, I, pan, I I fried them off in some olive oil, the eggplant slices, and then I added some cheese on some of them because I would do one with cheese and one without cheese just to taste the difference. On the white bread, I put on the tomato compote, then I put on the slices, then I put on the the ones with cheese, and I put another layer of the tomato compote on. Um, it was it was really tasty. Would I go through the trouble to make it again? No. I will say that the one without uh, the cheese did not taste as good, hmm. but it really turned into a sandwich for me, like an eggplant parm sandwich. But again, you know, the vegan thing I think could have – I could have made it more delicious clearly if it was the, the traditional way. Mm-hmm. But I, I didn't – I couldn't use American cheese because there is no vegan alternative that I know of and – there is no vegan alternative. They have yellow ones, but not the one that's colored white that I could find. Mm-hmm. And uh, that was pretty much it, right? Uh, Brian, do you mess with cashew cheese? Yeah. That sounded really impressive, to be honest, listening to that. <laughs> it sounded poetic. Um, but yeah, I think it's important to score. Scoring the eggplant, I think, is important because you want it to cook faster, and it helps, again, expunge some of that eggplant juice. Mm. So scoring it before breading it? I did. Scoring it before breading and frying it? hmm Shit, okay. This episode is brought to you by Jiffy Lube. Cars can be a big investment, so it's important to take care of them. I once got a car that I started out with 25,000 miles on. I got it to over 200,000 miles because I took care of it. You know how you take care of a car? You take care of the maintenance, the oil, brakes, all that stuff. And if you don't, you can have a car just completely fall apart. When your car needs maintenance, head to Jiffy Lube. They provide automotive excellence at speed. Get your oil changed, brakes checked, tons of other multi-care services. It's all done by expertly trained technicians who actually care about taking care of you and your car. Jiffy Lube, car more. To find coupons and start an instant online estimate, visit JiffyLube.com. This episode is brought to you by Cars.com. When you add your car to your garage on cars.com, you'll unlock access to real-time insights into how much your car is worth. Plus, view its historical and projected value to decide when to sell. So when the time is right, you can secure an instant offer from a local dealership or sell it yourself on cars.com. Start tracking your car's value with your garage on cars.com. I drew one pot. So for me, (laughs) there are a couple of things going on here. I was also not not excited about just I, I don't have the same allergy to ketchup. I like ketchup in a lot of different places. I don't like this version of ketchup. I, I think that ketchup with, with American cheese on white bread, which you'll see from time to time, is nasty. So I was not excited about, about this particular combination. Uh, you know, as somebody who was a scientist, one pot as my constraint 
my obvious first thing was I can't do your traditional dip it in egg, then bread and breadcrumbs. That was going to require a separate bowl. It was going to require more than one pot. So I was going to bypass breading altogether because I just wasn't going to get it done. Uh, I guess I could have smeared a paste and then dipped it in breadcrumbs. One thought I had was, you know, could I do this almost shrimp shrimp toast style where I would have the, the eggplant minced up almost like a shrimp farce, mix egg into that, dip it in breadcrumbs. Again, I could have pulled it off. But it would have just been using – it would have been cheating, I think. I would have been using my cutting board as, you know, multiple plates. And I didn't – I wanted to go as as straightforward one pot as possible. So my one pot – Honorable. Was a – it was my trusty nonstick fry pan. Um, that was the one pot I chose. Uh, the other thing that I wanted to do was, you know, I don't think that this recipe really showcased Wonder Bread and, and its possibilities – because you're just sort of serving this eggplant parm on white bread, right, on Wonder Bread. So the other thing I wanted to do was maybe try to do something a little extra with the Wonder Bread. And obviously one of my favorite uses of Wonder Bread I learned from from Dave is to sort of sheet it out and use it almost like a, uh, a wrapper, right, like a spring roll wrapper. So rather than breading this thing, I thought, let me cook the eggplant, then <laughs> – get that same crispy crunchiness from frying it inside of a little rolled up piece of white bread. So again, sticking to the one pot thing, I wanted to cook my eggplant without using any pots or pans. So I just, I did two things to make sure I was above reproach. First, I pricked a whole eggplant just with a fork all over the place, threw it straight into the microwave for five or six minutes. It comes out sort of completely cooked inside. I just sliced it in half and, and scraped out all of the flesh. I thought I might get some complaints about using the microwave as a quote-unquote pot. So I also did a method mm. where I just threw that old bad boy right on the stove and turn on the gas burners and let it char on the outside, you know, sort of like a, th- a third of the way into a baba ganoush or whatever, just charred eggplant. Pulled that off, put it on my cutting board, did the same thing. I scraped out the, the, the flesh inside. Um, so now I had my eggplant mixture, which I chopped up on the board, seasoned with uh, – Momo savory salt, a little bit of, um, I think I put a tiny bit of sugar in there. Uh, so I had my little eggplant farce. <laughs> I sheeted out my Wonder Bread squares. I took off the took off the crust and, and flattened them with a rolling pin until they were basically exactly like one-ton wrappers. Um, laid a little piece of cheese in there, a little bit of the eggplant mixture, folded them up, pinched the sides, and then fried them. So I had these little crunchy eggplant parm pockets. Mm. Uh, mm. I'm going to say this. I went with yellow American cheese in spite of these instructions simply for this reason. <laughs> when I read the sentences, it must be white American cheese. <laughs> yellow just looks weird. My body wouldn't let me do it. So I couldn't hear those sentences <laughs> and not feel offended by, I know she's talking about cheese here. I know you're talking about cheese. But I couldn't oh, take shit. it. Well played. I love how you're uh, masquerading laziness with minority laziness, rights. The white is next to the yellow. Well, well played. Well played. You played the racist card. Well, well done. The white is next well to done. the yellow. I don't know. I, uh, that's, that's a that's a 
that's a loose race card play, man. man you got to save those for real moments. I mean, like that's a, that's you know, a loose. That's one, on man. you. you know? I mean, listen, if you're gonna, gonna take my points away because of the because of my because of my political stance, that's fine by me. It's fine by me. History, wow. will, like, you literally history just, will vindicate. You really me. just use that to cover your laziness, which is amazing. Honestly, that's how honestly yeah. I didn't honest 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 recipe club. If we can, if I can be honest with us, with the recipe club listeners, Don't. I just didn't fucking see it said white <laughs> American cheese. I thought it, the yellow was fine. Yeah. And as Dave was making his whole stink about how he had to choose white, mm-hmm. I had to come up with something. I literally just took a note here. Yellow, weird. Mm-hmm. Um, you literally, you, you were putting all the progress we've done as colored folk <laughs> okay. like 10 years, 15 years back. I think calling shit, us man. colored folk just sent us back another 25 years. <laughs> Fuck. No. <laughs> oh my God. So let me, let me just give my, let me, is God. Let me yeah. give my final assessment of, of this. Chris Yang, everything <laughs> devolved. Let me give my final <laughs> assessment on this thing. If I had like a little ramekin of tomato sauce, a little <laughs> ramekin of marinara, whatever, of, of Dave's tomato relish to dip these into. I thought they would have been very tasty. Dipping these into ketchup really bummed me out. <laughs> I think that if I could do it all over again, at worst, I would have just put a little ketchup into the into the eggplant farce. I just think there's something about dipping bread into ketchup in this instance that uh, did not sit well with me. Although my, my niece is here, my 20 three-year-old niece and she <laughs> gobbled these right up so this thing has an audience yeah for sure yeah um okay can i ask with the one bowl one pot so you can prep out on a cutting board but all cooking has to be done in one bowl one pot yeah you well, can prep in multiple bowls stove, no no so. bowls i use no bowls okay we just said we said when we established rules we said cutting board and is free one pot for everything else. Okay. So you, I didn't you charred the eggplant on the stove directly, right? Directly on the stove, yeah. And I didn't want to I could have not used the, the not I could in have used pot. my pan as a mixing bowl and then dipped in there and then cleaned it out. I just didn't want to I wanted to stick to the spirit of no, I'm just taking notes. No problem. Least amount of, you know, cleaning and reusing and cleaning and reusing. Mm-hmm. I wanted to go sort of one step. Um, yeah. I'm just taking I, notes. Chris, is no is it now time to like we can comment on everyone else's <laughs> recipes? Yes, it's your favorite. It's your favorite, it's favorite time. time. Favorite time <laughs> of the episode. Uh, but uh, you know, Brian, you, your honor. Wait, what did you like and dislike about what, what did, you've heard? What did you like and dislike about? What ah, you've heard? From, um, oof, man, I wasn't prepared to get into this right now. I'm just kidding. Uh, I, I think everything Dave did sounded really, really, like I said, poetic. It did sound really delicious. It sounds like, sounds like you took a lot of time. Put a lot of technique into this. Obviously, it's probably second nature. Um, I don't know. I mean, I don't think I. I don't think I disliked much. I mean, you tried to go one way. You pivoted back to something that was a little more true to it. It had to be vegan to get a, the, the the cheesy melt with the cashew situation was probably difficult. So it's. I don't know. I think it's all systems good. Um, Thank Chris, you. I don't know. You 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 use your rolling pin to 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 flatten out. The Wonder Bread into a into a spring roll wrap. What did you say? You you rolled it out thin yes. and then you put the roasted egg. I mean that's pretty dope. I mean what can I say? I mean it's still Wonder Bread interpreted fried. Um, I don't get the ketchup hate. I don't know why I hate on ketchup so much. I think ketchup is a lovely condiment for sandwiches of all sorts. 
Um, I think y'all did fire. I mean, I you know, I took my notes. You know what I'm saying? I, I, I see you, Chris, with the eggplant on the stove. I don't know if that <laughs> is part of the one pot ideology. Wait, wait, wait. I don't know. You, you, know you what don't mean? think... Did- <laughs> That was a no pot recipe. There was no pot involved in that. I just put it on the How stove. How did you fry them? I fried them in my pan. My one pot. Uh, yeah, but you but you roasted the eggplant in a different No, no, directly on the outside flame. Outside of the pan. Directly on the flame, mm-hmm. yeah. So direct Okay, that's what I'm saying. I'm just taking notes. So direct flame use is allowable in one pot. I think so. I assume <laughs> so. I don't know. So I could go outside with like a like a coal fire or like I could roast stuff in a fire and then bring it back to one pot. I think so. I mean, sure, if you want to add add work, if you want to do that. But I mean, I just assumed that using no pot or pan was allowed by one pot rules. What do you, what do you got to complain about? I mean, I mean, Brian did exactly. I mean. Adding pesto, whatever, I, 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 you know, yeah. he just did what the recipe was, should take you 10 minutes, <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, th- it is what it is, right? Like, it's as straightforward as it comes for the most part. Um, but I do think that the original recipe is is a single-decker, no open-faced tartine. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Mm-hmm. But that's not on Brian. I, I just think that it's easy to interpret it as a sandwich. So sure. I think... Brian did. What what more could you do other than, you know, not a lot of room for wiggle. It was already a 20 minute recipe, right? Right. I mean, the idea, (laughs) honestly, this is revolting to me (laughs) of pesto and ketchup together. (laughs) I'm I'm vomiting my mouth a little bit. It's basil. It's basically basil. You never have basil on an eggplant parm sandwich. Yeah, but not with ketchup. I, again, I, I'm telling you, it doesn't make any sense, my aversion to ketchup. I'm just saying it's a neurotic tick. So please, don't make fun of my psycho- psychological makeup. Hold on, hold on. Hold on. In, in your defense, Dave, when I hear, I, I kind of glossed over that. You picked up on it. But if I were to just stir together some pesto and ketchup, I can't think of many worse things. <laughs> like That sounds horrifying. It sounds terrible. It, I, I it, can understand. It, it All the ingredients good. are the good. same. What grows together goes together, but not in this situation. It's like it's a caprese salad dressing. Yeah. <laughs> you, Chris Ying, you were waiting. You were looking for something to say about my shit. You just picked that up, that pesto shit. <laughs> you, you didn't even think about that. I, and I'm not trying to take away from the Great Depression era um, uh, origins or the Amish <laughs> setting of it all. I can still appreciate that, the recipe, but I can also have my own sure. sort of idiosyncratic weirdness and be like, I fucking hate ketchup mm-hmm. outside of all any of those <laughs> things. I just can't. So. Yeah, outside of that, I was like, that's what it is. Mm-hmm. I'm almost glad that I got vegan so I didn't have to make it the way it's supposed to be made. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> what, do you got? what do you got for me? So, Brian, I'd love your thoughts on this. I think the challenge of a one-pot on this was extremely difficult. If you start to think about it, if, mm-hmm. if you put, your, put yourself in the shoes of somebody that had to do it in one pot, I'd start to panic a little mm. bit because you're like, how do you do that? How do you dredge something? And this is, I think, the genius of having to land on one pot is having to figure out the steps and the process. 
again, like I, I think he did a great job, but I'm also like, it's our responsibility to the audience to come up with different viewpoints that maybe somebody might miss. And my feeling here, if I had to take on the role of a prosecutor is, <laughs> <laughs> which nobody's asking for. Me. <laughs> if I had to take on the role <laughs> is all of the work with the rolling pin and sheeting out the dough is yeah, like a magician to to take your awareness and attention away from the fact that he didn't really do anything in that one pot to start and to finish. Yeah. Everything was done outside <laughs> of it. And like, yeah. granted, like it's difficult. <laughs> Here's what the weirdest thing is. And knowing Chris Ying, very intelligent figure. Right. I, I, I you know, he, let's, let's make something look so hard and so difficult to do that it takes away from the task at hand. What I just heard is I'm a magician, <laughs> you know, and, and that's that's no. all. Like, I, I, how I do you feel about, about that, Brian? I, I I look. I'm not. He trying didn't to use bread. He didn't bread it. You know what I mean? Like that's a central thing. I wrapped the motherfucker yeah, I was in bread. About the, Again, I was thinking. I'm not about saying you didn't things. do it. Like you're, you're using. <laughs> you take a more difficult path to actually mask. You know. <laughs> yeah, I'm not wrong in yeah, that. Yeah, it was the original difficult thing was so difficult that he knew that he could deke everybody into thinking how genius it is. Look, I made little pizza pockets. He was talking about yeah, you were talking about the eggplant getting roasted and you know your niece and like gobbling yeah. it up and like the ketchup. <laughs> Don't drag and, like, my niece you know, into this. It's true. At, at the at the at the end of the day, at the end of the day, if you, if I, I was confused, that's why I was asking. I was like, look, what, how was the eggplant cooked and this? And I was trying to wrap my head around this. So the one pot. If you, okay, Chris, if you had to do it again, would you, would you do it exactly like that again? Or like, I'm not saying I could have done it better than you. I'm glad I did not get one pot to, to have to fry something because that shit would be well. To be honest, you could do it. You could just clean the pot in between steps. You know, if I did that it is again, that if, you know, the only other path that I would have gone with this, the only other path I would have gone was just to turn this into a casserole and put some bread in the bottom of a, a casserole dish, put eggplant on top cover it with whatever and, and sprinkle you know what he's thinking right now he's like fuck I didn't do that. <laughs> but i didn't want to do that. again i hear i hear what you're saying there's a lot of trickiness here a lot of illusion a lot of misdirection <laughs> but i really did I, I i truly 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 i i really love the sort of using the wonder bread in a different i don't way, know if we can trust you anymore <laughs> What? With any of this, quite frankly, because <clears throat> well, they always you literally say not to just tried to explain right? to everybody that you use yellow cheese, and then I coughed to yeah. that. I coughed to my yeah. false claims of, of racism. But I, think, I think that was you want to you, you want to cop to the fact that you may actually believe us and or agree with us, but you can't. Listen, just because one time I pretended a hate crime happened, but none, none took place, doesn't mean you can't trust. I me just find this to be untrustworthy. You know. The real crime is that you use the rolling pin. All right. That's crazy. The rolling pin is what caught me off guard. I never thought you'd be George Santos like, but you you truly are right now. Hey, we made a deal that if I submitted no recipes, I couldn't be compared to any ultra conservative neocon motherfuckers this season. What? Gotta respect his perseverance, by the way. Just going for it again. Just going for it again. I love it. I love it. What what what's wrong with the rolling pin? You would have just used your hand, you're saying? I think that takes no, away I mean, from the spirit you, of one you, pot. Hmm. And Wonder Bread. 
I mean, does yeah. it do Wonder Bread justice to to wait? To, he, are you to flatten it? You at least have so. Can I can it. I can I give you what I would do with one pot? Can we just finish this real quick? Sure. Brian questions sheeting out Wonder Bread and filling it though. I don't think that's very one potty. I think that's. But he's questioning the practice of it as a a delicious thing. That is a delicious thing. It is. You're basically turning into a you know, it fries up okay. beautifully. It's super crisp. It's unbelievable. Go ahead and say what you would do. All right. I would cut the eggplant the same, you know, et cetera. All right. I have all the ingredients. But in the pan, I would put breadcrumbs. Then I would put an egg, like sort of like mix it on top. And then I would try to almost like maybe I'd put egg to begin with, right? Or And then I would put in the the eggplant slices and then pour egg and breadcrumbs on top of that as well. So it becomes almost like a omelet, right? But crispiness dispersed throughout, flip it over, get it nice and crunchy and crispy. Um, You could even make flour. So it's almost like in the same pot, you could almost make a batter, right? With the flour and the egg, you could put the, like Mm. a pancake batter almost without it being sweet or the baking soda. And then you put the, the eggplant slices on it or in it, and then you cover it in breadcrumbs. You can get that. There's a, a lot of different ways you could do that. Get it nice and crunchy. Then on the cutting board, you can cut out those slices around it so it's not this uniform thing. And then you did everything in one pot. Mm-hmm. And then you just use the white bread as a sandwich? Yeah. And you can follow the same thing. I, I just think that like, you can make this in one pot. I think there's two different angles you could do this. You yeah. could either put the breadcrumbs on <laughs> In the pan first, and then pour the egg mixture. I think if I was going to do it, I'd probably do a flour-egg mixture in the pan, start off cold, right, uh, in a nonstick pan. And then uh, I would, like like you're putting blueberries into a pancake, right? Then I would, uh, when I was lifting it up, I would put breadcrumbs. So on the other side, I would put breadcrumbs on top, uh, on the bottom of the pan. So i take the the... The, the battered eggplant out. Then I put breadcrumbs on the bottom. The other side of the pancake or with, what I'm, with the eggplant is still raw. So then I put it on top of – I flip it over so now it's going to be adhesive. It's going to be glued to the breadcrumbs. Then yep. I'm going to do the same thing. I'm going to make a little bit of a slurry on top of the other side and put breadcrumbs and then I'm going to cook the other side. I got the whole thing done, if that made any sense. That sounds like a true one yeah. pot. Uh, uh, you know, it, it can't be done. I bet you I, I can make I, it look really, really proper, too. All right. Yeah. What, what, we bet you could. I'm just saying, like, <laughs> what do you think, Chris? That's fine. That's another way to go at it. I, again, I, I hear all that. Up. I hear all that. I still like, I still like what I, what I did. <laughs> He's so. about to give, admit to, to just give up. Raise I'm a white gonna, flag. I'm not going to give up. I, I, I'm still happy with the, the, the thing that, as it turned out, I think that if I hadn't, wouldn't, if I didn't have the one pot specific restriction, I do think the thing that kept occurring to me was that sort of more shrimp toast style thing that would have been delicious. But, but if, I mean, like what's the version I gave is, is just more one pot than yours. It's real one. That's yeah, real one pot. True. The version you gave. I was. I, I was just thinking you could just clean the pot in mm-hmm. between steps. Does that? Can you can't. Do I that, think that that no? is less one pot. No. That's. I agree. I agree that it's less one pot than what Dave just said, but it's more one pot than what you did. I, I disagree with that. I think that just using the pot as a mixing bowl is silly. <laughs> I think I, I would no. Have done that. You you you. I I I would I would. 
mix the egg, dredge it, add the breadcrumbs, remove the eggplant, clean the bowl out, put some oil in it, and then fry them. Yeah, I understand that. Is that not one pot? I don't, I don't, I don't. Or is that just like kind of like, like a week? That's just a week one, one pot. pot, I think. Which is mm-hmm. why he ke- comes yeah. up with this like fantastical technique driven. My shit always <laughs> prosecutes so hard. You know? Man. It's ridiculous. All right, let's get to the story. Let's I get to the story. And to the point where, like, <laughs> oh man, like, I don't even know what you were doing. Let's That's like so cool. These pizza pockets. Awesome. I mean, you did cook the eggplant on outside of that pot. Sure. Is that a problem? At the end of the day. I, I'm, I, don't I also know. didn't I don't live know. in the pot. I didn't sleep I in mean, the what pot. What, 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 <laughs> what about, I'm just saying, what about people about that have an induction or they microwave don't have a microwave? It. Just saying, right? I guess you can't make this. <laughs> no, with, well, you can with an open hey, flame. If you cook it in one pot, I'm just saying like you listen. tend to not care or empathize for viewers that don't have. Hey, listen. If you're one of those wow. families out there that sadly only has an induction burner and no microwave and no access to flame, then I'm really sorry. You can't make my <laughs> eggplant roll-ups that you dip in ketchup. And let me just say, I'm not missing that much. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's get to the scoring before this. Before I get beat up anymore. Uh, <laughs> listen. I trust that Brian did his in under 20 minutes, even though he said he started 30 minutes earlier than our recording and still arrived uh, five minutes late, which sounds like 35 minutes to me. I had to, to use me. the bathroom. <laughs> I had other things to do. You're just looking for something. I didn't go through my ups and downs. I, um, I, I, uh, what did I like? I do like how you got the breadcrumbs to adhere to the, to the eggplant, Chang. Um... I thought that was a nice workaround for the egg. I I wish that there was I I I think that I've long lamented on behalf of vegans that the cheese options are so sad. And please please don't come at us with your brand of vegan cheese that you think is delicious. I just have yet to see it. So I don't know why they call it cheese. It's just cashew <laughs> cashew smudge. Cashew smudge. Cashew sludge. <laughs> Cheese, like you know what I mean. It's not cheese. It's unless you unless you milk the cashew <laughs> and fermented its milk into. Yeah, it's, it's not soy milk. It's soy juice. <laughs> it's not almond milk. It's almond water. Yeah. Careful, yeah. you're you're gonna Extract. incur the wrath of of a uh, big big nut. Um, Is there even dairy in American cheese? I mean, honest question. Doesn't matter. It tastes I mean, delicious. It's like, I think they're I yeah think no I think it's delicious but I'm saying is there milk even products, yes. animal in it yes uh. um, otherwise don't you think vegans would eat it <laughs> instead of cashew sludge <laughs> yeah I guess so <laughs> um, yeah I mean Brian you did it you did it quickly I think that um, I think that making it into a I, I'm excited to see the video to see your double decker big boy I think uh, oh it's a big it's thick <laughs> I think uh, I'm excited to check out your ballywick. Uh yeah, I think you I think you did the I think you did the the assignment. So I, I think Brian receives receives his full marks for accomplishing the task. I am not one to detract or subtract from your points, Dave. Even though you use the non Wonder Bread bread, so I'm happy to give mm-hmm. you ten. Unless Brian, you really want to stick your plant your flag in this. Well, I mean, you know, talk about magicians, you know, talking about this compote and all this kind of thing and these beautiful cooking techniques, but didn't talk about the fact that it was not Wonder Bread. Um, it's called saying, you a magician. Just, a, well, hey, 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 being a magician on recipe. Talk about, Brian, Brian, I'm talking about magicians. Brian, like, I'm talking about magicians. Um, I can also say, like, 
You didn't use the right Wonder Bread. How did I not use the right Wonder? I used Wonder Bread. I used the one the, with the balloons. The, it says Wonder Bread wheat. with. Well, it didn't say hamburger to use whole wheat. But it's Wonder Bread. It didn't. It just said Wonder Bread, the most generic form of it. I use the I use the quintessential form of Wonder Bread, the actual form of Wonder Bread hmm. that could be assumed to be used. But were you so on a I, balloon you know, when you used it? I actually was <laughs> flying quite high. <laughs> I, so again, I say I say full ten to Dave. But if you want to, if you want to fight it, I'm happy to hear the argument against. I, I'm I'm not gonna I'm not gonna fight this because I think it sets a, a precedent that I will end up breaking at some point because you know the bre- it is the same. Basically, I'm not gonna fight that. Hmm. Chief Justice full Roberts. ten points oh. because remember, in this court of law. The things that happen in these episodes, man, they have consequences for you down the line. I might find myself in a similar predicament, and I might need some sympathy. <clears throat> it's a uh, game. I'm playing a long game here. The only thing necessary for the triumph of evil is for good men to do nothing. <laughs> but it's fine. It's fine. You want to let him get away with the crime so you can get away with future crimes. That's cool. Uh, you guys want to, you guys want to take away my... And the, I, I, I nailed I'm with, it. I'm with you. Are you guys going to fight my 10 points because I used the stove without a pan? Is that a thing? No. I mean, I think technically, you know, you, you sort of did it, but I think we'll see on the points coming back to you. Though. We, we will see on the points coming back to me. All right. So at this point, <laughs> as usual, the rest of the points for uh, each of us comes from our peers. So Dave now has 10 points to assign. He can divvy them up between me and Brian based on things he liked and disliked about our approach to our recipe. Brian will do the same with 10 points to distribute to me and Dave. And I will distribute my own 10 points between Brian and Dave here. We're going to do this in relative anonymity first, right? We're going to text our our point scores to Gabby right now. And by the way, I just want to take this opportunity as we're as we're tallying things up. I know uh, uh, <laughs> Mylan. Your, your recipe, your, your family recipe here created a little bit of a controversial stir between us here. But I, I want to thank everybody for continuing to send in these recipes. We're getting more than ever. You know, Brian, this is a ton to choose from. You had eight recipes for Wonder Bread to choose from. Uh, just people sending in things that are really near and dear to their hearts. We love to see it. And, you know, I think that as we get further up and running in the studio, not only are we going to make these ones that we're talking about on the show in their entirety, but I think it's going to be really fun to sort of explore some of the, the uh, you know, ones that hit the cutting room floor. So we'll be able to cook a lot more of these <laughs> recipes. So we want people to keep sending them in and keep on cooking them on the discord. It's crazy to see people taking the wheel of death into their own hands. Okay. The scores are now in, I believe thumbs up. Uh, Brian with a full 10 points for accomplishing your task in under 20 minutes and an additional four and four from your competitors. You have a final score of 18 points. Christopher Ying, (laughs) fraud magician, (laughs) has 10 points, full marks for accomplishing his one-pot task, and another six and three from his competitors, giving him a total, me a total of 19. David Chang, magician in his own right, the tomato compote man, gets 10 plus seven, from Brian and six from me. Wow, for a total I'm, score I'm honored. Of 23, giving him another week's victory. 
Uh, we are going to do a real quick. Come at me, Discord. I'm sure you're bitching and moaning about this. We're going to get one. a real quick. There, there's no. There's no way. There's no way I should have lost that, guys. What are y'all talking about? <laughs> How I got lower uh, than Chris Ying? This man used a rolling pin and the stove for one pot. It don't make no sense. I'm so confused. You and I are going to have a separate conversation about our interpretation of one pot. I don't know what the fuck you're about, dude. I mean, for the I first time, I didn't minutes. give Ying a shit score. It's true. I got I got a decent score from Dave. No, I got I got another. I made the sandwich. Video, I think. Um, I wanted to penalize you, but I was like, you know what? There were a lot of style points, even though technically I don't think it was one pot. In my opinion, how Listen. I interpret the rules. Listen, so you I'm, don't, I'm gonna take you my don't think it medal. was one pot, but you gave him more points than me. The style points, right? The, pesto? the only, was the the only pesto thing you did was add pesto to ketchup, and that's a minus <laughs> in my book, man. <laughs> the, the additional tenor for style points, man. It's the, it's yeah, the, yeah, it's yeah. the free like that, creative, that was dude. That was the reason why I did not give you a full five. Like, it would have been a 50-50 split. I had to dock you a point. It was not style. That was like, mm. I embrace this, and I'm going to go with this. And, you know, sometimes that can pay wow. off as a strategy, Brian. But this time, you know, <clears throat> the grenade blew up in your hand. <laughs> So before oh, I get the, to, oh okay before I get to got the, you got it oh, I see you thought, I see you thought I was your enemy this whole episode <laughs> you thought and then we moved now that I grass. see how season three is yeah, going to go down I kept see coming for how me, this is going to go down I, I tried to warn you you didn't listen to your own advice about the, the tall grass listen I'm, we're, I'm getting the I'm, the control <laughs> booth is doing a a quick uh, score standings for the season which I'll get to in a second but before we do that Brian the next time you're on here I believe your theme ingredient is going to be coconut. Have you selected a recipe to for the three of us to cook? I absolutely have. And what will that recipe be? It is be? called the, where is it? Let me pull it. It's called the Easier Boozy Pina Colada Rum <laughs> Poke. Wait, hold on. Poke is it cake. poke cake? Oh, it's a cake? I thought it was okay. just a pina colada. <laughs> I think that this is like a cake that yeah. you bake and then poke holes in it and then you pour a pina colada on top, basically. I'm liking this. <laughs> oh, like a tres leches, but with like pina colada? A, yeah, like a tres leches or a, a, a rum yes. baba type of situation. Tres leches pina colada cake would be sick. I think that's what we're about to eat, man. That's going to be awesome. Good, let's just all The pray. most caloric cake of all time. Well, let's just be careful real quick. Let's hope that none of us hits the old K-E-T-O on the wheel here. So I want oh, Lux man. on this one. Ay, ay, ay. Can you guys see it? I think that our. No. Yes. Uh, they're good. They said good. They said good? Yeah. I think our batteries are. Oh, our batteries are back. We're good. We're good this wheel. You can see it. All right. This is going to be Brian's spin. God, I hope you get keto. Round and round we go. Oh, budget. Budget should be. That's easy. That should be very doable. Under $20 for Brian. Dave's taking a spin on this one. One dollar. Come on now. Bankrupt. Oh, oh <laughs> he narrowly avoided. Yeah. He got pantry only, which is shelf stable ingredients <laughs> oh, only, which I think is easy. Shouldn't be too much of a problem. Easy, easy simple. Money. Which basically guarantees <laughs> your boy Chris Yang is going to get keto. <laughs> There's just, I mean, I already know what's going to happen. <laughs> oh, oh, I got Lux for like the sixth time this season. I just the the fucking wheel knows me. This is so. This has been like an out of twenty hours of work. It's yeah. so much fucking work to do, Lux. <laughs> God damn it! Oh, 
<laughs> I wanted under 20 minutes so bad. Okay, well, um, Lux again. This is like your fourth Lux, right? It's my fourth Lux. Just buy expensive, like just buy expensive booze on it. Doesn't work. You got it. Mm. I you, think you make this easy. Just do like expensive booze, and you don't have to spend 150. Yeah. Right? You've got to, you got to spend, yeah, you you're supposed to spend at least 150, but it's really the fucking time. Import the coconuts, so import sad. everything. I got a bag, yeah, I got a bag of Dominican coconuts. Yeah. I can send them to you yeah. if you want. How much do those cost? 150 bucks? <laughs> the Dominican coconuts for 40 pounds was 50 bucks. Um, all right, I have a score. I have, I have our season long score, our standings here, I believe. Um, still in first place. With a now average score of 21.75, we have Mr. David Chang. Uh, in second place, I think, wait, I'm waiting for one more score to come in, is JDB with 21. Uh, I think wow. <laughs> in third place now, I've ousted Brian, 19.6 for me. Which bumps Brian down to 19.5 points average on the season. And uh, still basement dwelling is good old Rachel Kong, who was hurt by that four last time out and has an average score of 12 this season. What's but Priya's at? Priya is at 19. Priya is at 19. So she is, oh, sorry, she, she's below Brian. So it goes Dave, JDB, me, Brian, Priya, Rachel. Uh, that's the standings as they are, but as we all know, anything can change one week. All you need is one, one zero and you're done. One zero and you're down, you're down hanging out in Kong The Town. grass is cut. The grass, <laughs> the grass is cut. Is, the grass is cut. I know as, that for a fact now. <laughs> as Brian likes to say. Cut. I see you. Uh, once again, we're not the only ones cooking. If you're on Discord and you drew any of these same restrictions as us and you made this recipe, we want to hear all about it. We want to see it and see how you did this without being a hack magician like me. Um, yeah, don't, you're a great, great magician. <laughs> a great magician. <laughs> David Copperfield, if you will. Uh, go ahead and subscribe to this podcast and give us five stars however you can. It really does make a difference. And... Go ahead and tell your on friends. On Spotify, this is how you get 10 stars. You give us five stars on Apple and five stars on Spotify. That's how we get 10 stars. Uh, and quick reminder, you can see if you're watching this on your Spotify app or if you're not, uh, use Spotify because you can see the video of all of us. You can see Brian Ford speaking to us in a lovely shirt from a padded white room. And when are we, uh, we're going to release all the videos of all the food soon. The food, the food videos we will be following quickly and as Dave said, we're in the studio now. You're going to see a lot more of Recipe Club-related cooking coming out. What you got, Brian? Are you raising your hand to say something? No. No. Sorry about that. <laughs> Professor. <laughs> <laughs> just had, just had my right. arm up. <laughs> Thank you, everybody. We'll talk to you all very soon. Thanks, Brian. Peace. <laughs>